Good morning, everybody. Welcome into the Daily Draft Report. It's your daily dose of prospect information for the 2023 NFL Draft, brought to you by Campus to Canton. Tonight's guest, we're going to go a little bit deeper on this one, linebacker Ben Van Sumeren from my hometown Michigan State Spartans, senior, six foot one, 237 pounds, and I'm super excited to talk to my guest, Mace Riney. Mace, how you doing, man? Good. Well, thank you for having me on. I've uh, listened before. i listened to some of the guys you've had on. Super stoked that I get to do what I love best, diving on a super sleepy guy that can maybe have some impact. Yeah, exactly. Um, guy who's, you know, need, needs to get a little bit more attention. Someone who, you know, could be a bargain really, really, really late in your IDP drafts. And, you know, it might take him a year or two to hit the ground, but definitely could be an IDP contributor down the road, I think. Uh, we'll go into Zan Sumeran's player profile. Not much to talk about. Three-star from Essexville, Michigan. 624th ranked in the class of 2018. Originally committed to Michigan. Um, did the rare cross-town, tra- cross-state transfer, I guess. Transferred to Michigan State in 2021. Played very sparingly in 2021. Last year, he saw the field quite a bit. Uh, in 11 games, he had 81 tackles. Uh, three for a loss, a couple sacks, a couple pass deflections. So he actually had a pretty decent year last year. We'll talk a little bit more about that. All right, Mace. I, I saw your thread, and I don't think anybody else in the entire Twitterverse has a thread on Ben Van Sumeren. <laughs> So, so well, is that good what, or bad? I don't know. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think it's good. Well, what skills does he possess? You think that can make him successful at the next level? Yeah, um, athleticism, dude. In all caps, um, he blew the lid off of his pro day. He wasn't invited to the combine, um, but like you said, yeah, he was recruited to Michigan as actually a tight end slash H back out of the Harbaugh system. So they're going to kind of use him under. They end up using him at a running back, so he's versatile. I think he's got that IQ, at least from the other side of the ball, to kind of help him with the linebacker, understand gaps, things like that. Um, he's really good at identifying what the play is, like I just said, uh, shedding or disengaging with blockers after he gets them while he's trying to read the run and see where the running back's going. He's uh, fairly good at that, good at wrapping up at the point of contact. Um, he was a leading tackler in the Shrine Bowl All-Star game as well. Um, he can keep up with running backs and tight ends alike in coverage. Um, he has decent zone coverage as well, but he's got quick, agile feet. And nice range to keep him lined up in man coverage. Has fluid hips, lateral movements good. And he actually really does a good job of keeping his chest square to the quarterback while he's kind of following the running back into the flats, trying to see what's going on. But also if he has to go deep, he can turn his back as well. Um, I'd like to see a little bit more development on that, but we can talk about that later. Um, He also has the ability to rush through the A-gap and create havoc, but consistency is the word there. I'd like to see him get used uh, more like Oh, yeah. Speaking of his pro day, I, I meant to look that up. Uh, 42 and a half inch vert, which would have been the highest amongst linebacker. 10 foot, 11 inch broad jump, which would have been the longest amongst linebackers. 29 bench press, which would have been tied for the most. And a 4.40, 40 second, 40 yard dash. That's pretty damn good. Like, and you know that pro day is a little fudged, but man, those are some impressive ass numbers. Um, so you see the athleticism. You saw it on tape too. Just didn't see it very consistently. That's what we talked about a little bit in the you know before we were recorded this. That you just didn't see it consistently. Some games he'd be all over the place, making plays everywhere, and then there's some games where he'd just totally disappear. Um, things I saw that I liked were things you mentioned. I think he sorts through level like the the trash, the middle, whatever you want to call it. You know, he sorts through there really well. Um, you definitely see the movement skills, um, incredible motor. I mean, he he is always hustling, always after the ball. Typical white middle linebacker. <laughs> 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 I hate saying that, but yeah, you know, 
definitely a guy who who can you know he he's quick to diagnose plays and good reaction time too and he's going to be a special teams guy at the very very least i think he's got a a good head for that so what do you see that you don't like uh just lack of time at the position development things like that um you see that he has the raw tools he also has the iq which is something that i mean you can kind of brush up on but i feel like unless a guy really naturally has it it's going to be really hard for them at least to get to the nfl level and be successful he's only been a linebacker for two years like we said he got recruited as a tight end uh, his angles on the ball carrier often can kind of get him into trouble, uh, make him miss some tackles. He's kind of behind guys, getting after him, stuff like that. Uh, motion man catches eye, and it kind of hangs him out for too long, and he'll kind of sit there. Not like getting stuck in space, but it takes him a little bit longer to process because he's trying to figure out what's going on. So it makes everything else kind of slower, and then that kind of sets him up with his angles as well, being a little bit off. Um, he slides himself with the quarterback too much on the outside, especially like during slant plays, and it opens up that that – Bravo or that middle lane, and that's where they can cut up and get extra yards and stuff like that. Um, though he is athletically gifted, I'd like to see more controlled aggression from him. seems like sometimes he's – like the light switch is either completely on and he's like you – know, I mean, maybe like a little tear below the water boy or he's just like, I'm here, I'm a linebacker, and I'm just going to float. Just going to fly and around and yeah. see if something comes near me. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, just – yeah. Getting a coaching staff behind him that can understand his strengths and then see his weaknesses and help rise him up is definitely, like you said, what he's going to need because he is going to be a UDFA or a seventh rounder. But whoever gets him is more than likely looking for a guy that they can put in, like a, maybe not like a big nickel, but a guy that they can stretch as that extra linebacker and not have to worry about bringing in a safety or if they if the team maybe missed out on the safety in the free agent class and they don't like a guy um, in this year's draft class, they can maybe pull that summer and see what happens right yeah i noticed a lot of things i know the, the state defense this year did not do them any good um after the michigan game they lost half their team obviously because of that stupid shit that happened you know so the defense was playing from behind a lot it was not definitely he seemed out of out of place and what they needed him to do and he didn't seem like he knew what he needed to do honestly at times so over pursuit was the big thing i noticed because of the way his motor runs um, he's probably not good enough in coverage yet to cover like tight ends and running backs, but he definitely has the athleticism to do that. Change of direction was a little rough at times. A lot of, a lot of steps, a lot of not, not quite as sharp as you'd like it to be. And you mentioned his tackling. It's good, but he needs to learn how to wrap up a little better. I thought a lot of times he just try to drag guys down pretty much it. So there's a lot to like, but not, you know, obviously a lot of things that need to be cleaned up, but a lot of it I think can be attributed to lack of playing time and just not knowing the position. So, I mean, definitely, like you said, seventh round UDFA guy could stick somewhere for a couple of years and all of a sudden find a role and, and take off. So, um, so what role do you think he would be best in, in the NFL? Well, I think the leads, the league is uh, leaning towards speed and versatility. You see it from, like I was just talking about teams stacking up on safety, uh, big nickel, right. one like that. Um, teams are really looking for an athletic linebacker, maybe someone like the Patriots. Just they definitely need speed, athleticism, something like that. Yeah, uh, seems like a Patriots. Yeah. No, for sure. Well, yeah, just I mean, honestly, I think he could fit in anywhere. He's he's so raw as a prospect. As long as you put him in the middle and you give him direction, I think he'll be okay. But um, I think he could be used best inside box linebacker. He could fill on on some slot corner, I guess. Maybe if he develops a little bit better. I don't know against like a Juju Smith Schuster or something. I he might get eaten alive. But maybe against yeah. like put out tight ends or something. Um, just initially to see what happens. Um, he was also aligned on kick coverage, extra point, punt return, like you said. 
he's really going to make his money on um, – he's going to make his money on special teams, I think, at first. So uh, he played 69.6% of his snaps in 2022 as a box backer, 13.1 uh, as a slot defender, and 112 plays on special teams. I really think he's just going to get in where he fits in. Uh, he is a freak athlete, like I said, who can line up in coverage like a DB that has the mindset of a linebacker, and that is definitely a well-sought-out trade that the NFL is looking for. Oh, absolutely, man, absolutely. Definitely be somewhere. Um, as far as linebacker rankings, where do you have him in this class? I mean, I mean I'm, <laughs> like, he's not top 10 or anything for me. It's right. more like, a, I don't know, if you ever played like the old-school game NFL head coach? For PlayStation back in the day, <laughs> I think so. Yeah, they had like a like a profile thing where a guy could either be like a you know he's either going to be a ninety two or he's going to be like a fifty two. I'm not saying he's going to be a ninety two, but I mean maybe he'll be like an eighty four overall, or he could also be a guy that just kind of gets flushed out of the league in three or four years. So, oh yeah, I don't Absolutely. have him like overzealously high, but I mean I don't know maybe twenty twenty fifth something like that. I'm trying to blank. What was their linebacker that came out a couple years ago? I kind of have the same feel from him. Joe Bocci. That's who I'm thinking of. Oh, okay. Joe Bocci. That's I, I thought I thought the same thing of Joe Bocci that he could have been really good or just, you know, out of the league. So that's who I was thinking of. I know I'm not entirely crazy. So I could definitely see, you know, there are some things that I liked in Bocci's game too that were actually quite similar to Van Sumeran's. Do you have a player comp for Ben or um, I normally am not one for player comps, but since I got gifted the question, I'll throw it out there. And it might seem kind of ugly because of where this guy was taken last year, but Troy Anderson, the Atlanta Falcons linebacker, in the sense that he was offense, converted defense, super raw. You could definitely see the potential in both players, although I feel like Van Summer would be like a light version. Like he's definitely not as tall, but I feel like um, Anderson was a little bit more clunky moving, although right. uh, Van Summer's not completely there yet. Uh, they're both versatile, do it all players. Uh, angles were a problem for both of them and they can both wreck up the middle when they really wanted to. Although I feel like Anderson has more rage when he goes and hits and better shedding, but not to say uh, Summer can't get there. So, yeah, I like it. That's actually, I can see that too. Like you said, not as not exactly physically, but definitely stylistically and stuff. Yeah. So, all right. Thank you, Mace. Thanks for coming on. Thank you for coming on uh, kind of quick notice. And I'm glad I finally got to talk to you. Um, tell everybody where they can find you on Twitter, find your work. Yeah, um, on Twitter, find me at CaliKing49 or 17. I'm a writer slash scout for the IDP Army, and I'm an IDP slash offensive ranker for Fantasy Pros. So, yeah, baby, loving that shirt right there. <laughs> yeah, I got that for winning the uh, IDP grind league, I think. I, I don't know. Nice. I, I, I won some league, and I, I got sent the IDP Army shirt. So. Love it. Yeah, I love you guys, man. So, I, I yeah, it's yeah. great. All right. Thank you guys very much for listening. Oh, uh, my, my spiel. I always forget my spiel. At FF People's Champ on Twitter, at, at Daily Draft RPRT on Twitter, uh, Campus Canton Podcast Family. Make sure you check all our podcasts out, including Debbie Debate, uh, the official. Back to Debbie. There's all sorts of fun ones. Check them out. Thank you guys very much for listening. We will talk to you tomorrow.